I mean, do you see what the Legion does? I they were bluffing. I thought it was a scare tactic. No, they crucify people. Oh, come on. Like, you've never crucified someone. Man, you're right. Hello, and welcome on back to Atomic Radio Hour, the show that dives into the wreckage that is post-apocalyptia. We are a Fallout-centric podcast, and I am your host, Vince, and I'm also here with your sweet soda pop boy, Declan. Declan, how you been? I've been good. I just had the most baller nap fucking ever. Yeah, you want to tell us a little bit about it? Yeah, it was for a whole hour and 40 minutes. That's almost an hour and 50 minutes. Yeah, tell me about it. Then I, 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 I didn't take it, you did. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're right. I'll tell you about it. Um, So I was dying okay. last night. Uh-huh. Uh, I stayed because I had lost a, a project I was working on for, for class. Mm-hmm. So I stayed up and redid it all and only got like two hours of sleep or something. Um, And then by the time podcast recording time came around, I uh, I was not sentient. No, I know. I was kind of there. You were there for that part. In a weird way, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I took five, and uh, now six. I'm here and I'm ready. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. You want to you say anything before we get into it? There's a few things I'd like to say. Um, I want to hear what you have to say. Uh, I'm a little upset with myself of last week's episode. I forgot to mention we were talking about, oh, what's the what's some crazy shit that's happened this week? Totally forgot to mention the greatest moment of podcast history happened two weeks ago that we didn't fucking talk about. What didn't we talk about? We didn't fucking talk about how Elon Musk was on the Joe Rogan podcast and smoked a blunt. Like, what fucking oh, yeah. timeline what the do we fuck, live in? What the fuck, dude? Where, do, where are we? Fucking what year is it? The future? God damn, the future you... is now. I can pay for my Walmart bill with my phone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I pay for White Castle in the parking lot and then go inside and get it. And then the manager knows me my name. Your White Castle manager knows us by name. You know what's sad, though? I don't know her name, and I feel really bad about it. Something like the universe tells me that it starts with a V, like Vicky or something. Really? Or I thought it was an M. Really? Yeah, I thought it was going to be like Melissa. Well... Vicky Melissa, come on the podcast. <laughs> Only she's bringing extra pickles. I don't fuck with a White Castle slider. See, you could have all my pickles. All I, right, I'm right. not fucking with pickles. No, there was. I feel like there was something else. I, oh, Elon Musk today announced that the first tourist to go around the moon is going to happen in 2023. See, I think that is an attainable goal. I it's it's apparently going to be a 10 billion dollar project because they want to create a new Falcon plant airship. Uh, but the guy like, who of the Millennium variety? That Oh, fuck, I didn't even think of that. That's maybe why they call their ships the Falcons, or whatever. Yeah, probably. I didn't even think of that. He's a cool fucking guy, Elon. Yeah, he's kind of a, a prick, but How? he's a prick for the people. How is he a prick? Uh, he just... He's one of the richest men in the world right now. Not that he doesn't deserve it. He did a huge amount of work he to get there. He invented PayPal. No, he didn't. Yes, did he? he did. Elon Musk invented fucking PayPal. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Elon, yes, hold he on. did. Elon Musk invented PayPal. I think he wound up selling it off, and that's how uh, he might have had startup to make another company, or even the boring company. Was he? He invented PayPal. Oh, I guess he was one of the co-founders. Yes, and that's why if I ever buy a Tesla, I'm buying it with PayPal. <laughs> I mean, I guess they probably accept it. 
I you you buy a car online. Isn't yeah. that nuts? Isn't that fucking crazy? Like you said, what timeline are we goddamn living in? <laughs> and like he's he was born to uh I think parents had a wedlock. Really? Yeah, and he's uh South African. Bet you didn't know. I did that. know that. Oh, did you? I did know that one. Yeah. Yeah, I fucking I'm up to date on my Elon Musk uh, trivia knowledge, I feel like. The Elon Musk lore. <laughs> yeah. Is this lore? Dude. Is it four? No. Fucking, <laughs> I hope not. No. I don't uh, need that in my life. I just, I was upset that we didn't talk about it being a podcast. We didn't talk about what could be the greatest moment of podcast history, at least in the past it was, 10 years. And let me give you guys some context. It was significant enough to change Vince's Twitter photo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that is only for the big things. That's happened like <laughs> twice in like years. Yeah, even on my old account that got banned. Well, banned because I changed banned, my but... date and then they did the mass purge where they got rid of everything. Um, yeah. I've only changed it a handful of times. I mean, but he didn't even inhale. Did you hear what happened afterwards? No. Okay, so like it was kind of shit timing at the same time. He goes on the Joe Rogan experience, smokes a blunt. People are like, Elon, don't smoke a blunt on the internet. And that same day, executives at Tesla quit. Which... Oh, no. Yeah, and it had nothing to... As far as I know, it had nothing to do with uh, smoking that sticky icky. Which... <laughs> he didn't even inhale. Like, Wait, if you, he, if you, he, he Bill Clinton did? Yeah. <laughs> Beat me to it. As I said it, I was like, oh, Bill Clinton. He didn't, he fucking Bill Clinton's it. He doesn't even inhale. You can see he just has a mouthful of smoke and goes, it on out. So these executives leave Tesla. I don't know why. I have no clue why. He smokes a blunt on the Joe Rogan experience and Tesla's stock drops by like 10%. See, I think that's fucking stupid. No, it totally is because he was in California and it was legal. It was purchased legally. He was taking a legal amount. He was with someone who, if it, like, it's recreational in California. Yeah. I mean, and he's the literal internet meme man. Kind of? Like, yeah. I think of, I think of, um, what's his name? He's Elon Musk's space daddy. Like, fucking, there's, I, Elon Musk is just a literal meme. Like, I don't. I don't know. I have nothing else to say about that. I don't think he's a meme at all. I think he's a meme that has a lot of money. See, when you when you say like people that are meme people, I think of people like like Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yeah, he's a meme man. But I think he's a meme man because he's such a smart guy. But every time he opens his mouth, he has like verbal diarrhea. But like, it's funny though. You laugh. No, yeah, but he's also f- so fucking full of himself. Or at least that's the act that he portrays. Like, he he used to review, uh, when he was on the Joe Rogan, don't get me wrong, when he was on the Joe Rogan uh, podcast, it was fucking a really good episode. I really, really liked that. And he's really smart, and you can tell that he's very passionate about what he's talking about, and you know he knows what he's talking about. But when he's sitting there and saying about how Star Wars couldn't happen because of this and that, it's like, yeah, they also fucking move things with their brain. Yeah. Like, I don't care that you can't hear anything in a vacuum. I, I know that to begin with. I don't make a big deal out of it. Because there's a green midget with a fucking light sword that does backflips. I don't care. You have to suspend your disbelief because it's fantasy. Yeah. Sci-fi. <laughs> like there, there is the fi part of sci-fi, which is fiction. It's fake. Yeah, and it's it, we don't we don't exist in that world. Yeah. But you know what? Like you know what I always think about when I think about not existing in a certain world. What do you think about segways? 
So today's lore, <laughs> today's lore is on Sunset Sarsaparilla. Now that sweet, sweet root beer lookalike. I don't, I don't want to do this to the to the good good folks at home, so I apologize. But the wiki has like not a lot of uh, background information on Sunset Sarsaparilla, almost at all. That means we're getting most of our information from the tap, which is the games. Yeah. Well, I, sh- I should say game, because it's basically New Vegas. I think they talk about it a little bit in the Nuka World DLC, but I'm not including that. Yeah. It was like it was menial, if a, just a nod to it at all. I think it's in one... If I remember correctly, because I remember reading it, I think it's in a terminal, and it's just like, them sunset sarsaparilla boys is giving us trouble, or yeah. something. So... What I've gathered is the only real lore that we have about the company pre pre war is from Festus. And I'll get into who Festus is a little later, but when this sounds like a tall tale, I want you to know that it most likely is, and we'll explain it a little later. So Sunset Sasparilla into it, yeah. Build mass with sass. Around or before 1918, a local saloon owner living in a small town decided to produce a new brand of soft drink. Already, this is where I'm like, what the fuck? Because small town, around before. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, it's not... It's just like, it's very... It's vague. Generic on purpose. Yeah, it's like... It's a, literally a narrative constructed around a product to make it seem more real. Yeah, yes, yes. Like, yeah. remember in school when they would put us through, like, anti-drug assemblies and it would be mm-hmm. like a student at a school in a state of a country thought about shooting up an Adderall and then died like yeah, yeah? like <laughs> it's a narrative it's a narrative yeah so him wanting to make a new soft drink soft drink uh was a response to the limited choices that Americans had regarding carbonated beverages at the time he asked he asked his usual patrons what flavor he should make but no one really gave him a solid answer luckily a stranger at the end of the bar suggested a sarsaparilla flavor drink he agreed to share his family's recipe for their signature beverage this is to... totally fake oh my yeah, god yeah yeah he, he's like oh i'll <laughs> share i'll share it i'll share my signature family beverage as He's like the prospector at the end of the bar with like a erect hat and like a big p- corn pipe. And and yes, exactly. And here's the best part: he would give them th- the recipe in return for permission to sample a bottle at his own discretion to ensure the recipe was being followed exactly to the letter. He just wanted a lifetime supply of soda. <laughs> yeah. Like, if you know how to make it, you already have the lifetime supply of soda. Yeah, but now someone's making it for you, so... (laughs) Yeah. So the barkeep, seeking potential wealth and success, the saloon owner agreed, agreeing to meet with the stranger the next evening. However, the sheriff paid a visit to him next morning, delivering the bad news that the stranger had been beaten up and murdered by bandits on the road, causing his luck... Er, cut. Cursing his luck, the barkeep sat down. Cursing his luck. Bum, bum, bum. Alright. Cursing his luck, the barkeep. I wrote shit, I don't know why. Cursing his luck, the barkeep shut down the salute. Fucking. 
Cursing his luck, the barkeep shut down the saloon early that day, just as the sun began to set. Like, none of this sounds real. No, I think it's it's comic hyperbole. It's just... <laughs> like, literally, it probably came out of a board meeting, and we're, they were just like, let's make it sound like a Wild West novel. It had to be. It had to be. Yeah, it had to be. That's so... It's... It's so tropey and like it's very on brand for the Fallout universe for how tropey and how animated it seems, yeah. but it's too much. You know what else I really like about it is that I get a I get a big sense out of it from Fallout One, Fallout from a little bit of Fallout Two that I've played. It's things are very matter of fact because we don't have records of things the way they were before the war. Yeah, there's no way to challenge it. So this being the only thing that's still around is like, yeah, that's totally what happened. I think that's brilliant. No, you know what I mean? Like, that's something that I, I don't think gets touched upon enough in the newer Fallout games. And if it does, it's kind of just like, that's it, and then it's over. Like, this is like a thing that that was a big part of the world. Especially for New Vegas. Yeah. Yeah. To his surprise, however, he found a bottle and a letter sealed with a blue star. Wait, hold on, hold on. Bless you, bless you, bless you. Hold on. To, to get to get back to the to the bless you. Oh, sorry. Hold on. Let me just get a tissue. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> to his surprise, however, he found a bottle and a letter sealed with a blue wax in the shape of a star on the surface of the bar. Just as he was finishing locking down the entire establishment, turned out to be a sealed envelope containing the recipe for a sarsaparilla-flavored drink. The same one the now-deceased stranger had promised him. The bartender sampled the bottle, finding it to be singularly delicious. He used the recipe to brew his own now signature beverage, Sunset Sarsaparilla. <laughs> It eventually went to become a great success, churning out tons of profit. Like, doesn't even give you, like, we make a gross of 14 billion a year, just tons of profit. Yeah. Fucking. I think it, it's, like I said, it's just comedically. Oh, yeah. Just it, It's just so fucking loaded with bullshit. And you and I know it's bullshit, and that's why I was, like, having a hard time writing this. I was like, this is fucking false. This yeah, is Fugazi. It's... Like, this isn't real. <laughs> It's oh my god, that's so funny though. Yeah, because oh, well, they could they can get away with it because of oh, yeah. their the predicament. Yeah, and like advertising today in the real world is just like that. It's just as much bullshit as they can spout that people will believe. Uh, did you know Tic Tacs say on them? And this is a total legal thing. A serving size of a Tic Tac is two Tic Tacs, right? Oh yeah, but all Tic Tacs are made with sugar. But because that there's not a full gram of sugar in one tic or in one tic tac or something and i could be totally wrong they can advertise that it's sugar free that's just straight up wrong yeah there's something where the serving like some size, legal loophole or something yeah the serving size amount is enough where they can get away with saying it's sugar free when there's actually enough sugar in there to like if a diabetic were to have it he could have some troubles that is that's shitty. That's not only, like, that's just, it's shitty from, like, a fact that you're lying to people standpoint, but it also can, like, actually hurt people. It's that kind of shitty. Also, also, I, 
I could be messing that up the way I said it, so don't take me at face value for it. Okay. So you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, but I do know you like ketchup once in a while. You you're not. A, what do you put it on your fries, your burger? Um, chips. Fries, if you're in the UK. If I if I have to, I don't know. I had some some bad run-ins with ketchup in the past, so I kind of just stay away from it. Do you want to, do you want to talk about it? No, let's move on. <laughs> uh, well, ketchup is allowed to have a certain percentage of bugs and rat hair and some sort of feces. Oh, in as it. most things, yeah. Yeah, so eat up. Noise. Uh, where the fuck was I? Profits for this former son. Being an honorable man, the barkeep paid for his mysterious friend's funeral, feeling it was the last thing he could do to repay him. Eventually, he moved to the big city and founded the Sunset Sarsaparilla Company, soon opening up a bottling plant in the west of Las Vegas. And I don't think of Las Vegas as a big city. I do. I mean, really? nowadays, nowadays it is. I mean, okay, 1918, I'm pretty sure Las, Las Vegas didn't blow up to what it is now until, like, it didn't start till, the, like, the 40s when Bugsy Siegel went out and was like, let's build casinos. Yeah, I guess we're kind of, it's impossible not to look at Las Vegas through modern day lenses like mm-hmm. that. Like, I have no clue how big the city was at that point. But at the same time, I don't think of Las Vegas as a city as much as I think of it as, like, a Disneyland. It's adult Disneyland, but with more degeneracy. Yeah, okay. I agree. <laughs> I just... But, like, I don't think of it as a city. Like, I know people live in Vegas. I yeah. doubt they live on the Strip. But I don't think of Las Vegas... I don't think of the Strip of Las Vegas. It could It could be a nice big city. I don't know. I've never been there. But I don't think when you say Las Vegas, nobody thinks, oh, fucking Reno, which you know what I mean? Yeah. If you say Reno, like to me, Reno is a different thing because the first I'm not going to think of a city. I'm going to think of Reno 911. Yeah. I mean, it's it's hard not to like wrap up like all of that into the Las Vegas umbrella. Yeah. Yeah. But did you know just how prominent it is? Oh, continue. Did you know before the Great War, a competitor tried to buy out Sunset Sarsaparilla? But they declined, and that offer came from John Caleb Bradburton, the man who owned and started and operated Nuka-Cola. Gasp! Fucking, I love this shit. (laughs) You know what I feel like we should really talk about? What? Star bottle caps. Star bottle caps, I must have all of them. I will do whatever I can to get as many in my hand as possible. Did you actually do the quest? I did. Okay, so for those who don't know, the star bottle caps are a quest line where pre-war these kids were told, hey, get these star bottle caps and on it, uh, if you bring 50 of them in, you get access to the Sunset Sarsaparilla stash. I don't know the exact name for it off, But it's like a prize barrel of some kind. Yeah, and uh, the way I was saying, like, people thought this would be real because there's no way to say no, it isn't. People thought that this 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 treasure, if you brought 50 blue-starred caps in, the way they thought all that would happen kind of became a thing where people thought, like, oh, if we get in there, we're going to have so much food and there's going to be nothing but stim packs and, and caps and it's going to be a weapons cache and there's going to be a bunch of pre-war technology there was no evidence of any... It's a big fish story. You know what, like, a big fish story is? 
where it's like yeah, every, time every time you, you tell, tell the story, story, it gets bigger. Yeah, 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 yeah. It just kind of became that. Like people would do shitty shit to try to get over. Like you find the the people that are like fighting over the caps. You can start the game, and if you run, if you do the the random encounters with like I think it's three or four people right away, and you kill them all or get whatever from them, you start the game with like twenty caps. Yeah, I know that. Um, I w- I looked it up because I recalled the first time I ever encountered the, the star bottle caps, and once you find at least one of them, you end up getting an encounter that's uh, not so random. So like every time you get your first one, shortly after you get an encounter where a man named Markle, Malcolm, Mark Malcolm Holmes, yeah, uh, a cap collector actually approaches you and warns you that they're sought after, and uh, you can kill him if you want. Uh, yeah. There are people that will kill for the bottle caps. And I mean, I, this is in, yeah, in this situation, I kind of pull a Lucas Sims and the cowboy hat kind of thing. Like, hi, yeah, you have more than one bottle cap on you right now. There's no one around. Yeah. Those are my star bottle caps now, buddy. Wait, that, that, that raises a very uh, significant question. Yeah. Fallout 3 had Lucas Sims. Give me your hat. Right? Yes. New Vegas had the star bottle cap Malcolm's home man. Give me all your money. Who does Fallout 4 have? Do you know what 4 has? What? It has Piper. Give me all your love and affection forever. Yeah, but Piper is a companion. This needs to be like an NPC who you don't see on the regular. I guess there's the charge card. Yo, I love The charge card kind of falls into that zone. Uh, That's that's how you get Goldman. Oh my god. Yeah, oh my god. I I love that. I didn't know about it. I never ran into the guy, and then I saw an Oxhorn yeah, video. Again, uh, Oxhorn, please, please, fucking Oxhorn, please come on the show. Yeah, you're pretty cool, dude. <laughs> Sorry. But, yeah, you find him close to um, Bunker Hill, if I'm not mistaken. Oh. Yeah, or at least that's where I found him. He might, how, he might be a random encounter. How often did you actually go to Bunker Hill? I went there for a couple for quests. Quest, and that's it. And I really didn't stick around, but there's definitely spaces around there that I would have liked to explore, but I was just too wrapped up in whatever questing I was doing. I think that, like, it's a big thing Fallout 4 missed was to have, like, a big, nice central hub town. Like, it has Diamond City. I would say Diamond City fills that role pretty adequately. But it takes I, forever to get there. I think Diamond City's really empty, to be completely honest. Like, it's it's very packed. It's so densely packed. But, like, I was watching a video recently on Diamond City, and I didn't know half the shit was in there, because it's all built on top of each other. Yeah, I mean, I Did you know there's a, a school? Si- yeah. Like, I, there, there's, like, a bunch of places I never heard about. Yeah, I mean, I did a lot of exploring in Diamond City, because I thought it was fascinating. I thought I did, too. Apparently, I was wrong. <laughs> yeah, you're just wrong. You're like a dirty synth toaster. Yeah. I just, I don't know. It was just, uh, just, I don't know. I gotta go back and play it. Now that work's starting to slow down, I think I might go back and try and play it again. Are you going to do a hardcore mode? Are you going to, or do you mean 4 or New Vegas? Oh, 4. Ah, if I can switch up my graphics card that you left here, and if I could find all the cables and shit, I can, uh, I can play, I'll play New Vegas on Ultra and probably see if I can download mods and shit for it, because I know the New Vegas modding community is still massive. It's so massive. The modding community for New Vegas is huge, and there's some really great mods. Yeah. I have been kind of itching to play another New Vegas playthrough for like the past few months. Really? But like, I know that if I start, I will not sleep. But yeah, I'd love to do another New Vegas playthrough. It's just, I'm, it's been itching. I've been itching for it. I remember I, I did a, I did a, uh, what's it called? I did a Legion playthrough. I've never actually finished the Legion storyline. It's... 
I felt like a piece of shit afterwards. I'm gonna spoil it. The game's how old? I finished it, and it's just and Ron Perlman's like, "Yep, the Legion came in. Everybody was raped, and now everybody's dead and or a slave." And I'm yeah, like, I mean, wow. it's kind of it's kind of meant to be bad, though. Yeah, but I didn't think it was gonna be that bad. I mean, do you see what the Legion does? I thought they were bluffing. I thought it was a scare tactic. No, they crucify people. Oh come on! Like you've never crucified someone. Man, you're right. <laughs> Before we we get off of the lore for good, I just like to uh, to say to the fine folks at home, if you don't know, uh, there's a there's a recipe out there somewhere, and I don't know where I originally saw it, but you can make Nuka Cola at home. I don't know how it's it, it is to like the real life equivalent, but it's super fucking easy. And every time a new Fallout game comes out, or we're just celebrating Fallout, I think the first episode we recorded of of nuclear. Or, I'm sorry, of Atomic Radio Hour, we made Nuka-Cola. As, like, a cheers uh, yeah, type thing. Like, yeah, like, here's, here's to what could be. And it's, it's I shit you not, you ready for this? A third I'm Coca-Cola, a third Mountain Dew, a third Cream Soda. And it is goddamn delicious. It's so good. It's so good, and you wouldn't think, like, oh, I'll put this together. But it's it's honestly that, that smooth, the smoothness of Cream Soda... It's the fizziness, like the tingliness of the Mountain Dew, and it's the richness of the Coca-Cola. And I don't like soda. I'm not a soda person. I'd rather drink water all day. But my God, is that good. It's it's very good. I it's definitely so recommend good. making it at least once. Yeah, just to try it. On the night yeah. that 76 comes out, sit there with a big fucking Vault 13 flask you could take a sip out of. And just, just re, oh, it's, but did yeah. you, you know the, you know the cookbook that's coming out? Uh, yeah, I, I'm really interested in it. Did I you know buy that it? you have it. No, you did. Yeah. I bought and it. And I can't wait to steal it from you at yeah. some point. <laughs> I, I bought the cookbook and I bought the Pip Boy kit at the same time. And they're supposed to ship, last I heard they're going to ship October 23rd. Which, that's a very nice nod. It is. Uh, I just really want For the it. folks at home that don't remember our first episode. Go uh, back and watch is, it. No, go back and watch it. Go back and watch it. That is a reason to go watch it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I was looking at the, I was looking at screen grabs of like the index and it says like, uh, Brahmin steak and death claw omelets and shit. So it's, it's like probably Blamco just, mac and cheese. Yeah. So it's probably just going to be how to make a, a roux and a cheese sauce and then whatever pasta you want. And you know what I mean? Like yeah. Yeah, even yeah. if it's like an entry level cookbook, which it's probably going to be, it's still super neat to, and like, not to mention that we did that for the release of fallout four. Yeah. We got like a bunch of like, basically we knew how to make everything by our own just like general cooking knowledge but we made like our own blamco mac and cheese we made our nuka cola and it was incredible do you remember what we made we made mac and cheese we made nuka cola yeah we made uh do we make brahmin steak uh, it was so. chicken fried brahmin steak i've always wanted to try making chicken fried steak oh yeah yeah, yeah. and uh I've... we had one more thing we had instant mash I made fresh potato. I made fresh mashed potatoes, but it was instant mash. Yeah, I- didn't we have something else? Uh, we were gonna re- do we were gonna do Meyer Meyerler crab cakes, but I was like, that's too expensive and that- too much of a hassle. Yeah, that was a little bit more hands on. Your dad hooked us up with the, like good fucking cheese, though. Yeah, like real good cheese. Yeah, like stupid are, good cheese. Our Blamco mac and cheese had, was like a three or four cheese sauce. Oh my god, we made so much. It was incredible. We made so fucking much. And then one person, who I'm not going to fucking name, uh, didn't clean the fuck up. 
get added, dude. <laughs> just fucking... But before we talk about Fallout food for the rest of eternity, do you want to finish up on Star Bottle Caps? Did I leave anything out? Um, If you think I left something out, add it in. We never told our awesome listeners what the what the payoff is oh it's nothing it's not that it's nothing it's garbage it's garbage <laughs> it's it's a fucking laser pistol called pew pew great name yeah it's a unique so if you're a, a, if you're a collector hunter, yeah yeah no it's not worth it in my opinion not worth it i it's... mean you're also you're also forgetting the absolute billion of the like deputy badges that you can pick up in that closet I've never done the quest. No? No, I've never done it. I always thought it was pointless. I knew the payoff was either going to be, like, you know the, uh, in Breath of the Wild, the Deku scrubs? Oh, um, yeah, Koroks. Or, what did I call them? Uh, Deku. It's, like, kind of like the Deku tree, but. The, 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 the little guys. The thing, they're at the, they're at the tree. They're at the fucking, the Deku tree. Yeah. Uh, The Koroks, yeah. Yeah. If you find all the Koroks, you find, like, Papa Korok, like Papa Smurf, and he gives you just gold shit. He gives you a mound of gold shit. I knew it was going to be something like that. So I never really fucked with it. I remember having a lot of them, but I never... I didn't fuck... So, do you know there's 641 badges, if I remember correctly. Oh, are there? I think so. I I read it off the wiki. Uh, Do you actually know what the quest is inspired by? Oh, no. I didn't know there was an, an inspiration. It's inspired by uh, the Tootsie Roll rappers. Go on. Yeah, um, if you, there was like a thing back in the day that if you collected like a hundred Tootsie Pop rappers, you could, um, hold on. Okay. Sorry, I just am dyslexic and I couldn't read. No, it's okay. So you could redeem a hundred Tootsie Pop rappers for quote unquote a young Native American shooting a star for free to, a free Tootsie Pop. Wait, what? Yeah, there's like... It, a, it, did this... it say Native American? Yes. It really did. Back then it said Native American. I don't know back then. Oh. But, um... It's, uh... Yeah, you could, um... There's actually an interesting article about it. Um, titled, uh, The Tootsie Pop Rapper Mystery. So you got a figure or a sticker or what? So... The the way that it works is um I'm going to read the article because I didn't yeah. do it that previously. Credit them. Credit the article. <coughs> I'm gonna have to retcon a little bit. What do you mean? So, um, because I misunderstood the reference. Oh, okay. So, according to to urban legend, this is inspired by a thing that was established by Tootsie Roll way back in the day. That um there was Tootsie Roll rappers that had a Native American chief shooting a star with a bow and arrow. And this is kind of a nod to that with the star on the uh, on the bottle cap. There's actually an interesting article about uh about the Tootsie Pop uh rappers and um where this kind of came from and it's titled The Tootsie Pop Rapper Mystery. And uh that was confused. on Yeah, it's uh, an interesting little urban legend. I'll link it below in uh in the description of this episode. Okay, cool. Yeah. I gotta, I gotta wait. <laughs> send it to me. You do, yeah. I can send it to you. So yeah, I think we've covered everything when it comes to sunsets. Asparella. Yeah, that uh, seems like the the bulk of it. Do you want to talk about anything, Declan? I want to talk about bubble tea. Yeah. While we're on the topic of drinks. Okay. Have you ever had bubble tea? Wah, kind of. 
I was in the mall. I was in like the eighth grade. And this kid I knew, he was an older boy, came up to me and he's like, I'm drinking bubble tea. And I went, oh, bubble tea, let me try. And, uh... And then what did he say, Karen? He just fucking... I was like, I don't like tea. He's like, okay, have a bubble. And I had a bubble and I went, ooh, it pops in my mouth. That was That's my experience with bubble tea. Um, not a unique one. <laughs> Um, bubble tea is really interesting to me. There's a ton of places nearby where I uh, go to school that have it. Yeah. And there's this really good Where do you one. go to school? What's your address? 101 School Street in School Town, America. Hot. Yeah. Come say hi to me. So go on. Yeah, there's a bunch of places that have bubble tea here. And it's... I've kind of only... The, my first experience with bubble tea, it was likewise in high school. There is a place in the mall, like a little kiosk in the middle. You know, like the ones that have like, like those... Like cell phone like, repair. Like cell phone. Yeah, like the yeah. cell phone cases. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. like that kind of thing. Or like the shitty Starbuckses that are just like little like, like tiny things oh, that aren't yeah. actual storefronts. Yeah, yeah it was yeah. one of those things. That was my first time having it. And for those that don't know, bubble tea is basically a uh, a milky tea that has tapioca pearls at the bottom of it called bobas oh that's it's tapioca yeah so you have to be like 90 to enjoy it no you don't have to be 90 to enjoy it but you just have to be able to come to terms with the fact that you're a young person that has consumed and enjoyed tapioca do you do old people things that like you enjoy and you're not afraid to admit it i mean i really love tacky floral patterns like like an old old cat woman that has curtains that have been there for 30 years. Um, that's like, I guess my most old quote unquote thing that I enjoy, I guess. I really like counting. Yeah. I don't know if that's like considered an, Oh, I love checking the weather. I do too. Although I'm, I, I am a dirty millennial and I do ask my, my smart home assistant, made by Amazon that I will not name by names because she's staring at me. Um, Who, Alexa? Yeah, good thing I have headphones on, jerk. Ah, Um, I hope everybody at home's Alexa just turned on. (laughs) Alexa, buy 43 tons of Pop-Tarts. No, don't do that. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, there's, like, some kind of, like, sick pleasure I get out of just, like, yelling into the void and then it returning the weather to me. There's I, maybe just like because I've read that having a schedule is just super good for the brain. Yeah, I love There's having a schedule. Something so nice about waking up at like seven in the morning and grabbing my phone and going, okay, let's check Instagram, let's check Snapchat, let's check Twitter, even though nothing has happened because everyone was asleep. And then going, yeah. oh, the weather. Can I wear shorts to work today? Yes, I can. I don't know, there's just something about it, like, I, and, like, people be like, oh, can you believe the weather tomorrow? I'd be like, yep, it's gonna rain, like, I just get so excited. Like, I'm in the know. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm part of, like, a club. Yeah, but, yeah, bubble tea has always just kind of been this elusive thing up until recently, because now I'm very exposed to it, because I'm in a more urban setting. I think it's just, it's fascinating, and there, there's this place nearby, that there's ones that you can get that it's, instead of tapioca, it's like these, like, what I could describe as more like a fruit gusher instead. So, like, you could bite into them, and there's, like, flavored, like, filling. Okay. And I had one, uh, two days ago, actually, that was, a uh, it was a strawberry tea. Ooh. With Ooh. lychee, yeah, with lychee, uh, like, bubbles. What's lychee? Uh, lychee. It starts with an L. It's uh, 
kind of I think it's like an Asian sweet flavor. It's I've only ever have had it in like lychee soda that was from Japan. Wait, but is like, that the I don't melon it, soda you made me try? Not the melon one, That's but so it was the next flavor over on the rack. That one's really good though. Yo, when you come back home, we should just go to the mall for that for that store for the melon soda. Just get a bunch of macaroons. Yeah, they're expensive, but they're good. Yeah, but fuck it. So I didn't know this, but lychees are actually a kind of berry, but they're just more common in oh, that Asian culture really in terms of sweets. A lychee berry. No, no, that does sound familiar because it sounds like it would be a berry that you would pick in fucking Pokemon Ruby. Yeah, you're right. I think like there actually a is a... Yeah. Huh. Um, but yeah, it was fucking delicious because instead of that that squishy tapioca that I was expecting, it was just kind of like sucking up a fruit gusher every once in a while. Now, did you grow up, did you grow up with a bunch of like fruit snacks and shit in the house? Um, I know that we were always fond of fruit snacks in my house. I remember, you remember smiley fruit snacks? Like the ones that were just like kind of okay. Oh, what do you mean they were like, okay. They were like the punishment of fruit snacks. They were just the, the little fuck smiley you mean faces. Punishment of fruit snacks. They're they're only okay, and you know it. The fuck like, are you talking? They're fr- about? they're from my childhood, and there's a special place in my heart. But they are not great. Do you smoke the crack cocaine? N- not regularly. <laughs> they're the best. Oh yeah, go and get a box of them next time you're at the market, and then join the side that decide the right side that says that they're basically the punishment in fruit snack form. The fuck do you mean the punishment? Anytime you get to eat a gummy, it's a reward. Oh look at me, I got to eat a gummy thing today. Good thing I'm alive now. <laughs> like oh, good thing I wasn't. Good thing I wasn't born in 1922, where the depression hit and no one could eat, so I had to eat my sister and my shoes. I got to eat a fucking gummy today. <laughs> Was twenty two like, the depression? Uh, I think it's more of like uh, I'm. I'm. If, if you're adding me on history, no, you don't have to, dude. The... It's, I could retcon this out. I'm not going to edit this out now. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. The great. How's depression not even like one of the first results? You typed in the. Wait, what's the first thing when you type in the great? I think Gatsby. I now I gotta look. Um, it was twenty nine to thirty nine, which I I fucking knew that. What is the great, the great American read, the great Gatsby, the great outs, outdoors, the great British baking show? Yeah, because the I great wanna... British baking show is a uh, that's actually a pretty interesting show. What is it? They just teach you it's how to a... make pudding. <laughs> no, there's it's like a competition, but in Britain, but in England, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, there's some really good uh, react reaction gifs that have come from it. This show looks too pastel for me. I mean, that means it's perfectly on brand for me. Yeah. Which, I mean, nothing against pastels. Oh, he's wearing a black I shirt, fucking man. love pastels. <laughs> I like that guy. I it's on tell. Netflix. Is if it? If you're interested. Yeah, if you're interested Yo. in just checking it out. Yo, it's Vince from the Mighty Boo. She's on an episode? I don't know, I guess. I don't Yo, really watch it regularly. Did you ever see the Mighty Boosh? No. The, okay, not. the best way to describe the Mighty Boosh is uh, part sitcom part like a i don't know what kind of show would be like a like a like you know how brooklyn 99 or like uh parks and rack or the office is set up yeah just like it's, it's part good. sitcom part that part scooby-doo yoinks just oh i think that's vince i don't know what his real name is 
But I remember that they had a character named Vince because the only other time that there was a, a Vincent in any part of my childhood as a character was Over the Hedge. Do you remember Over the Hedge? I do remember Over the Hedge. I really? had the Game Boy game for it, too. Did you really? It was so bad. We're like one of nine people that remembers that movie. I, with shocking detail, can describe the scene where, like, the the squirrel has, like, sugar or something, and all the time slows down. Why? Because it was just memorable to me. Really? Yeah. That's... I'm trying to think of weird things that have stuck with... Um, Open Season is another one. It's, like, from that era. Fuck Open Season. They made, like, seven of them. They did? They, Dude, Bernie Mac was the bear. Bernie Mac died, and they were like, fuck it, keep it going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, like, uh, what's his name? What the fuck is his name? Did you ever see Tommy Boy? David Spade. Uh, yeah. David Spade, I'm pretty sure, is the voice of the deer, and, like... Come, I think it is. I think it very much is. Come open season three through like four or five, it's Ashton Kutcher and then it's somebody else. How do you go from David Spade to Ashton Kutcher? To somebody else. <laughs> yeah. No, like, I'm f- I'm fine with uh, the work of Ashton Kutcher, but his voice is not anything like David Spade. Dude, I, they kept it going when Bernie Mac died. Why? Uh, yeah. I mean, that's a little bit in poor taste, but... Just... You've already made two movies with Bernie Mac. End it. Yeah. Fuck it. That's fine. So Bubble Tea's good. Yeah? Yeah, just had to make sure that we close that, that box before we open a new one, right? <laughs> I guess. I mean, you know how we talk. We could talk about 14 different things and somehow come back to maybe six of them. Yeah, the rest of them are just out in the void forever, never to land on open ears. Or I'll text you like three days later and be like, look here, motherfucker, I wasn't finished. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. So, yo, you want to hear a really funny story? Uh, I was, sure. I was telling my mom this before dinner. Uh, we, we were watching uh, Viceland. And you ever see The Big Lebowski? Uh, yeah, but it's been a long time. Really? I didn't think you would have yeah. seen it. It's, I think it's one of the most overrated movies ever. I think it's okay. I, I saw it, I saw it uh, at, at the ripe age of when everybody got introduced to Pulp Fiction. So, like, halfway through okay. high school. Yeah. I remember I remember talking to you and you were going on vacation to Mexico. And I was like, "Yo, you need to watch Pulp Fiction." And you're it's like, "Incredible. I have a poster of it on my wall right now." Yeah, and I remember cuz you're in college, that's why. If it's yeah. not if it's not Pulp Fiction, it's Scarface. Yep. I remember being like, "Yo, you have to watch this if you're going to be on a flight." You're like, "I don't know, I'll give it a chance." I'm like, "No, no, 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 you have to watch it." And you're like, "I don't know." And I was like, "Declan, get it." And you're like, "All you're right, I'll get it." it. And then, like, you got it, and I don't even think you watched it the whole way through. And you're like, it's okay. And then we went to the drive-in, and we experienced the, that movie the way it should have been seen, on film at a drive-in. Yeah. And, like, oh, my God. I, I wish I could watch that again. And with time. White Castle in hand. Yeah. Oh, let yeah. us let Let's be real. We have to get all the details here. I for, how did I forget about that? We had two cases. Did we have two cases? Because Taylor was with us. Fuck. That boy likes to eat. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, and I remember we all saved burgers, and it was sliders, and it was like, when he fucking eats that burger, we gotta we gotta eat. Yeah. Uh, it was like a toast. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So, I think The Big Lebowski is a little overrated. If I watch it now, I might appreciate it a little more. But I had a math class, right? Right. And it was uh, 
geometry, I think it was. I was a junior in high school. And I was a fucking asshole in school. I'll be the first person to tell yeah. you. I was such a dick. I wouldn't do I wouldn't do the homework ever, and the teacher would be like, why don't you do the homework? And I was like, because I spent eight hours in school. I'm not going home to do more work. And they'd be like, well, what did you do anyway? And I'd be like, I played a game called Fallout 3 all night. Yeah. And they'd be like, do you feel rewarded? I'd be like, yeah, I guess. I'm like, well, I'm going to have a podcast about it in the future. I didn't say that. But, you know, that's where it was going. Yeah. Uh, I go to this I go to this geometry class, and the teacher's like, all right, you have to make bridges and i'm like the fuck do you mean i have to make a bridge i mean i didn't say that but he's like you have to make this bridge he's like you're gonna get x amount of popsicles and your popsicle sticks and you're gonna get hot glue or regular glue or wood glue i don't remember and you're going to have to make sure that it weighs this much and it's only this long and this high and this deep and you have to get inspiration from another bridge and you have to write a report about your bridge and the research that you did. And out of all of this, my first gripe was, my first two gripes were, why do I have to write a report? This is math class, not English. Now, English was one of my favorite classes because I always got to write. And yeah. uh, I was just like, I'm not, I'm not. And my biggest thing is like, I remember being a freshman and going to uh, my science class. And the teacher's like, we're going to watch Bill Nye today. And I remember raising my hand and going, don't you think we're a little old to be watching Bill Nye? Yeah, I've always kind of felt that with high school. I think Bill Nye should have, it should have been kind of out by then. Yeah, I was just like, I am too old to be watching Bill Nye. I didn't watch Bill like, Nye as a kid. I didn't not know that there was anything wrong with, with Bill Nye. Like, it was great when we were younger. but like If you watched it, yeah. Yeah. But it was like, it was imagine like you've never seen Sesame Street. And then you get to like sixth grade and like, all right, we're going to watch Sesame Street. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was just like, it was too generalized. It was like too Well, not even down. that. It was just, it, it talked to the audience like children because it's a show. That's where it was targeted, yeah. For children. Which, good. You, you, you hit the mark. You talk to the children. They learn something. I am 15. Yeah. I should have been watching the show six, seven, eight years ago. But yeah. I was like, we I don't want to do arts and crafts. Dude, I remember having uh, history classes where it would be like, color all of the Axis powers in blue and color all of the Nazi power in red. And I was like, why? Like, I can drive next year. Why am I coloring? I mean, did it help you remember which ones no. were the Nazis? I know who were the Nazis. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Prove it. Yeah, uh, the the... Were they the Axis powers? Yeah, the okay, sorry, the Axis powers, I should call them, because they're not Nazis anymore. But Germany, France, uh, what the fuck is the country right next to Germany? France? No. <laughs> Fucking, they invaded Poland. Fucking, I'm an idiot. Germany, Poland, France, Italy, um, Japan, towards the end. Those are the big four. Am I wrong? A little. And by a little, I mean... Yeah, a lot. How much? I'm saying the big four. Like, we don't talk about how much France, of a terrible person Mussolini was. France was, like, very not Nazi until they got destroyed. But I mean, they um, weren't cool. I mean, the people weren't cool with it, but Hitler walked in and goes, this is mine now. And they were like, all right. They did put up a fight for a while, but uh, the Axis powers were Germany, Italy, and Japan. Or at least those were the major players. I literally said all of those and added two in, and you're going to call me out. Yeah, because, but France is, like, was vehemently not. Yeah, but you're guilty by association. No, they were literally fighting against them. 
They were under Nazi rule. But that's not what this podcast is about. No, now it is. <laughs> Welcome to a... Wait. Oh, I, this actually still could be Atomic Radio Hour. <laughs> if it was about World War II. No, because France was part of the Allies. That's what they want you to think. Stay woke, sheeple. Like, <laughs> I know. You know what? I was in history club. Don't at me. <laughs> <laughs> the um, Allies were were us... Uh, Russia, France, uh, the United Kingdom, because that was, that was where all the money was coming from, uh, and China. China? Yeah. Really? Because they were against Japan at the time. Alright, look. I fucked Just up. Just saying. I was Just wrong, saying. but it's not my fault I went to a public school. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> so, so I have this teacher, and he's like, we have to make these bridges, right? So... Remember the, like, they had the laptop carts, you go grab a laptop, and you fucking doodly-doodly-doodly-doodly-doo on the laptop? Yeah, that's what the internet sounds like. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, alright, I want you guys to look up some bridges, kind of get an understanding for how architecture works, and structure, and suspension, and uh, how if you put pressure on one area, you have to have this and that, and this and that. So, yeah. there was like four groups, right? And it was me, and this kid, Alex, and I can't remember the other kid's name, but he actually wound up going, like... To a massive thing for wrestling. Oh, I know him. Kevin? Yep. Should I censor their names? Um, I feel like first name basis are fine. Alright. So, it's it's us in this group, and this kid, Kevin, was like, he was a good kid. He was like an all-star athlete, and like, got good grades, but he just kind of hung out with me and this kid, Alex, who were just like these vagabonds who just didn't give a fuck in class. So... We're going through, and I'm, like, dicking around on... Because this kid, Alex, that I had class with, we would always talk about Fallout together. And uh, it's funny how things come full circle. And yeah. I think it was right when 2299 was happening. <sighs> Fucking, we need to have an episode about 2299. I was thinking about that. We Fuck really should, because shit. that was a fucking travesty. That was a trip. You know what? I, you know what I might do when this is over? When we're done recording? I might go look up... Uh, videos about it like theory videos and see if any are still up yeah just out of curiosity but we're, there was four groups i remember it was a small class so it was three of us and maybe like three in another and four in another and like five in another group right so yeah. they start going around the, the groups in the room and the teacher's like oh uh what 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 bridge are you taking inspiration from and someone's like oh i want to do golden gate and then another person's like oh i want to do a, another group is like i want to do a bridge that takes inspiration from this bridge in indonesia that's x amount of miles long and and so many people come over in a day and it gets this much traffic in a year and then they go to the next group and someone's like i'm going to take inspiration from the brooklyn bridge and they come to me and i'm the last group and he's like He's like, what kind of bridge are you going to do? And I turned the, the laptop around. I go, this one. It's just a picture of Jeff Bridges real big. <laughs> and he just, he looked at me and just, he started laughing. And he's just like, fuck you. Like, I could tell he was like, fuck you. He was like, what kind of bridge are you really going to do? And I went, I don't know. Like, I didn't take any of it seriously at all whatsoever. I didn't know story. That's fucking funny. Really? Yeah. Dude, I was so proud of that bridge. He He let us, like, research and write and, like, kind of blueprint out what what we did and he'd be like how are you guys coming along and i'd be like every time be like i don't know i'm having a hard time picking out a bridge i have a couple that i really want to do but i don't know he's like well let me see what you have and i just bring him a picture of jeff bridges again <laughs> like every time it, it, it came to the point where i made the joke like for the fourth time and he goes you've made that joke like four or five times now i go yeah i know but i was really it's proud still of it. funny though <laughs> so here's the best fucking part 
I'm sorry, here's the second best part. He says we have to make these reports, right? Which normally yeah. I would have been cool with. I'll write something and like I'll make it interesting for me and the teacher. I'll try to at least, and I'll bang it out, and it'll be easy. It might be a little bit of a pain in the ass, but I can just go, like go through the motions because you have yeah. to. Yeah, and I remember starting it, and, and he was like, "It has to be this font and this size and this space." And I remember going, "Okay," and I set that up, and he's like, "It has to be at least five paragraphs." Because remember, like that was the high school standard. Like five paragraphs, intro, three body, yeah. and then the outro paragraph. Yeah. I've, I I was just like, I don't want to fucking do this. I remember mine was two and a half paragraphs long, and the intro sentence was, Bridges! What's the deal with Bridges? How long have Bridges been a thing? And it went into something like, I, I, I Bridges have been around for as long as mankind has been going, you know, I really gotta get over there. <laughs> just, like, <laughs> just like, I was such a fuck. Just such a fuck about it. And and comes the day where we have to build the bridge, right? So these people are, the kids in the class are, they're laying it out all nice and they're making it fine and they're, they're going a certain way and they're making these arches and they're making the arches connect and they're using so much glue and they're using all of the popsicles and they're using just enough of this and just enough of that and it's aesthetically pleasing and it's it, it's nice, it looks good and it'll get the job done and they know it. So they start using these bridges to measure weight, right? He had like a string that he would put across the middle of the bridge and it would sit in a bucket and he had like a kilogram or how much is a kilogram? It's like two pounds, right? Ish. Something like that. Or like, it's like 2.2. 2.2 pounds. pounds, If you convert it, it's like 2.2, I think. Uh, yeah, actually, that's, it's 2.204. I've watched a lot of shows about drugs. You're right. (laughs) It's, uh, and it's like, all right, here's half a kilogram, and here's a full kilogram, and here's two kilogram, and five, and, and, and then he goes, here's eight, and here's ten, and I think the most he had was, like, I want to say 12 kilograms. So, like, 24 pounds, right? Yeah, that's, that's pretty heavy for a popsicle stick bridge. So, you had to have it withstand at least i think it was five kilograms right yeah so we went last (laughs) everybody got it where it was like okay you passed you passed i think there was only one that that collapsed after five kilograms but most of no 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 no, they all collapsed but one collapsed because it had to be able to hold it for 10 seconds okay so one of them hit 10 seconds and then collapsed in it was like 12 seconds and collapsed in on itself but the other was like good enough yeah and then he would take shit that he like didn't have he didn't have weights for so let's just say the max was like 25 if you can hit 25 he would then put something 25 pounds he would then yeah. put other shit onto it and see if the bridge would, would still uh, sustain just to see. Because yeah. if you hit the five pounds, he goes, hey, you want to see how far it'll go? So we go last and we hit 25. Uh, we hit the 25 pounds, right? Was your bridge beautiful or was it just a hot mess? Oh, I totally forgot to explain how it looked. I'm so sorry. It was uh, It was literally the length of a popsicle if you lay it like long ways yeah like so you could drive like a couple like you could drive like a matchbox car on each side of it yeah it was that and then we just reinforced it on top and bottom and then did it again on top Hmm. so imagine like slats like slats going across and then two underneath and then two on top to like reinforce it and then that again on top and i went i don't give a fuck about this project as long as i pass i don't care what i get we fucking 
were the strongest bridge in the class. How far did it go? Dude, it got so far that we he was hanging shoes off of it. He was hanging textbooks off of it. He got to the point where they, they couldn't fit more shit in the bucket. <laughs> he was so mad. He was so unbelievably mad because I didn't give a fuck the whole time. Did and your bridge have a name? Jeff. <laughs> I wasn't letting the meme die, dude. It was, oh, it, yeah. was, it was such a fucking, he got so mad that he wouldn't look at us. <laughs> like, he ran out of shit to put as weight. Do you understand what I'm saying? And, yeah, that's fucking and insane. Here's the best part. He said, I forgot to mention this earlier, I'm sorry. He said, that the, the the paper that we had to write was a significant, not a significant, but it was enough. I, I think it was yeah. 25% of a, of 100 points, right? So it was a quarter of the grade. But if you got the paper, or if you, if yours was the strongest bridge, then you got like X amount of bonus points, right? Which now that I think about it, you wouldn't need because you had the strongest fucking bridge. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, any normal student that wasn't a fucking piece of shit in class would have been like, oh, I'm going to do all the work and make sure it's the strongest bridge. I'm already going to get the max points. Dude, I handed in half of a paper, and then because my bridge was the strongest, I got 100 on the project. That's fucking funny. I, I was like, this is the best lesson I've ever learned. Because I didn't take anything seriously, and I had fun while I did it, and it was successful. And, like, I learned at the end of it, it doesn't matter if it works or not. It matters that you learned something out of it. You know what I mean? Like, and you're how many years later and you can still tell the story with, with shocking detail. And th yet you took something from it. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, I, I really, yeah. I really got something out of it that I never thought I would ever get out of it. Was just the whole fact of, like, fuck you. And that was my, I mean, you could attest for this. My whole thing I in can. school was, was not so much, I was, it was a very much thing of, why do you get to teach this? Like, why, how do you know this? I want to know why you know this and why you're teaching it this way. Because you know what? I, I, was, I was thinking about this at work. I think everybody kind of has that huh moment in their life for the first time, right? What do you mean? Like a, like a huh moment. Like a yeah, big like, wow, anything? what is that? Like, yeah. Sorry. And I feel like... Because we went to, we originally went to Catholic school, right? Yes. And I remember kind of at one point being like, how do they know this is true? And I'm not about, here about, about religion. About in religion. General. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not here to shit on anybody's religion. If you go to a building on any given day, great. That's fine. Whatever helps you sleep at night. Yeah. I think the Bible is a great book to say these are some guidelines to live your life by. These are things that, that's like, oh, this guy who was a carpenter, yeah, he had some good ideas. And and he lived his life by this with his friends, and other than the crucifixion, they lived pretty happily. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I had this moment of, why do you know this? Like, how do you believe this? Like, this is a book that's how old? And and I'm not saying that I don't believe in anything, and I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with believing in anything. I want to get that point across very, very strong. But when I got to school, it was a lot of just, this isn't working, I felt like. Well, I feel like you're style of learning is really non-traditional what do you think my style of learning is because i think i know what yours is you're the kind of don't take this the wrong way you're the kind of person you. okay <laughs> that you learn more by like being the lab assistant than taking the test yeah oh yeah like you're you're like um i do orientation at my school and there's, like, always the, like, same, like, general kinds of people that you have to look out for when you have an incoming class. And, like, the general, like, not 
necessarily stereotypes, but like you know you're gonna get it. Like there's always going to be the like the people that like hooked up right during orientation. There's always going to be the like person who thinks they're a know it all and they've only been here for a day. But like there's one that's called uh the orient or the what was it? The I wanna be the orientation leader was was what, literally what it was called <laughs> where they try to like basically take your job from you and just like do everything that you're literally getting paid to do for them and there's things like tactics you can do to make them feel like they're included but still make them give me an example like they're all, all ta- like I was going to give you an example okay. um like we have like signs because we get since there's thousands of people coming into the school you have you get broken down into groups mm-hmm. like my group was 2A this year okay um, and an example would be like, oh, you want something to do? You can hold the sign because everyone has a sign. So you like, you know, whose group is where. Um, and you kind of say, oh, you think you know about this building? Why don't you tell the other students about it? And I'll correct you if you're wrong. And kind of giving that little bit of like agency because it still makes someone feel like they're in charge and still, but they're still getting something out of it by like forwarding the message. So I feel like you would be kind of the way that you kind of work is you need to have a sense that not only are you in charge, but you're learning by doing. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. I don't, I don't learn unless I'm doing something because yeah. I don't learn out of a book. I have, I shouldn't say that I have a very hard time learning out of a book. Like you, on the other hand, you could look at a book, memorize it and know everything out of it. I'm actually really bad at that. I just put up a really good show in high school. All right, says the fucking kid who rewrote Fifth Edition. Yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> just, but that's something I like. No, I know, but that's another thing. I have to have some sort of an interest in it. All yeah. of my favorite classes were classes where the teachers saw that I had something that I liked, or this was something that I liked and I was somewhat decent at, and said, run with it. Yeah, like fostered that behavior. Yeah. But no, I just, I just, I, I think, I think that's another problem, which we can talk about in a, either a different podcast or another episode, is just yeah. how school works for a lot of kids. Like and how a, it more specifically doesn't, doesn't. Yeah. A lot of kids, uh, like a lot of kids, they go to school, their first meal is school lunch. Do you understand yeah. what I mean? Like, a, like the, the basic, the basic principles you should be learning as a human being, you don't learn because obviously you don't have a parent in your life. And I'm not saying that they're neglectful. I'm saying they could be working all the time. Or maybe you just, you just only have a mom or a dad. You know what I mean? So yeah. that one parent Like circumstances is are incredibly complex for like anyone. Yeah. But I think it's baffling and you kind of do it sometimes too, where someone will ask you how you're doing and you go, good and that's it and i go and you and you fucking say and you like i'm so it's so instilled in into me to just yes and no please and thank you know what i mean but there's kids my age that just don't say it don't say you're welcome nothing and i'm just like fucking mm." like and i'm not i'm not upset with them because i don't know their their situation but at the same time, I'm I'm a little upset with them because you're an adult. Yeah. You should know by now what common courtesy and manners are. Like, you remember in high school, kids, like, still wouldn't shower and put on deodorant? Yep. It and still they... happens in college. Really? Yep. Some people are just, like, unfucking able Oh, my God. And that's why they fucking sit alone at lunch. Yeah, basically. <laughs> But you know who doesn't sit alone at lunch? Shane Ivers? Shane Ivers never sat alone at lunch. That, that kid was <laughs> yeah. slaying pussy left and right. 
Tell, oh, yeah. Tell the good people at home about him. If he's into that. I don't know if he's into that. If he is, then he was. Well, Shane Ivers. Wait, hold on, hold on. Fella. Wait, hold on. You think we can get Shane Ivers on the podcast? Maybe. <laughs> Shane Ivers, please come on the podcast. Come on the podcast and tell us about your sweet, sweet pussy feather slaying duster. skills. <laughs> your pussy slaying skills and feather duster. Our our hit opening little jingle. Um, If you guys like that opening jingle, you can get it on silvermansounds.com slash free music slash feather duster. But don't, because it's our intro and not yours. Yeah. But, like, go, like, at Shane Ivers and tell him that he's good at making intro music. Yeah. Um... Quick question, if yes. one of the listeners of, of this podcast would like to get in contact with you, how would they do that? They'd want to get in contact with me? Yeah, with you. Me? Yes, you. I already said that. Me? No, not you, actually. Okay, good. I didn't think you were talking about me. But if you'd like to get in contact with me, you could find me on Twitter at, all caps, the underscore Boogans. Again, that's at the Boogans on Twitter. What about you, Declan? If you wanted to send me uh, pictures of your dog, you can send them at Declan underscore Bean on Twitter. One more time? At Declan underscore Bean. One more time? And also, you can find that in the description box, usually. And what do you want people to send you? Uh, pictures of your dog. Wait, can we- And re- or cats, I'm not discriminating. Can we request pictures from people? Only if they're cats and dogs. Oh, fuck. I wanted to request yeah. Elon Musk memes. Oh, yeah, then send those not to either one of us, but to the show at Atomic Radio Hour. Wait, one more time. At Atomic Radio Hour. So you're saying it's at Atomic Radio Hour. At Atomic Radio Hour. Genius. Genius. Fucking genius. Please send me Elon Musk memes. I need more space daddy in my life. Don't we all? (laughs) We all need someone from space to call daddy. Yes. So... Uh, without further ado, let us introduce our next piece of original content. Here it is. Enjoy. Wear a seatbelt. Call your grandmother if she's around. Oh, now it's going to be sad. I'm sorry. Goodbye, everybody. Right. We should now be recording a new holotape. I don't know. I never really, uh, never really played around with any of these things. My parents said the blank ones were really hard to find, so I never really recorded myself. I don't really know how the whole machine works. Wow, Jimmy. Pre-war, we used to go to the store and get a couple of these and always mess around with them. So have you never heard your your voice played back to you? No, I never really, uh, never really thought about that before. I didn't really think it'd be anything I'd want to hear. I don't know. But anyway, this is the, uh, at the end of the cul-de-sac. I just, uh, just thought I'd show you. Yeah, Jimmy. This place is neat. Reminds me a lot of my house before the bombs dropped. Oh. Yeah? It's actually really neat, this place. It's very open, and it's dark and dusty. It's even a little romantic. What? No, I I wasn't. I was thinking maybe the fellas and I can come here and... Oh, that'd be awesome. We can come here and play Captain Cosmos or the Unstoppables. Yeah, I can see it now. Simon could be Captain Cosmos, and I'll be the Silver Shroud. Oh, Abby, who are you going to be? Um, I don't really, really care, Jimmy. Anybody, as long as I get to, as long as I get to play with you. Well, I mean, come on, Abby, you gotta pick one character from the, from the Unstoppables, at least one. Jimmy, I think you're, I think you're a little preoccupied with something. Well, what do you, what do you, what does that mean? I'm just trying to have some fun. Oh, oh shit, 
I'm still recording. Alright, let me turn this off. Is this... Did I... Is that... Abby, do you know... I just wanna... I can't... I don't know what button to... Is it this... Atomic Radio Hour.